0: Check, check. And I'm Traville Anderson. Oh, God. Can I play? I want to play it what for is you. It? That guy's name. Uh, the, I can't. If he's on the podcast, I literally I turn it off for that day. I won't listen if he's on it because his voice bothers me so much. And I'm Traville Anderson. It's always getting res Who legal is he? go first. He's just a podcaster. Show archive. I think maybe he was on yesterday's. So let's see. Postpone so we can work on our yep. debut. Uh, jazz yep. see, goal. I turn it off. I turn That's it right. off. 14 uh, four seconds. And okay, listen to him. It's Thursday, January 6th. I'm Gideon Resnick, and I'm Travell Anderson. And this is your day. We're <laughs> glad as soon as I hear down. that, I'm like, I can't Anderson do it. So we can work. As soon as I hear that, I'm like, skip, turn it off, can't do it. And also, do um, I I think I think our microphones are fine. Do you want to just start? We don't yeah. need to start over. No. Um, on, uh, I'll, I'll listen to Rachel Maddow's show via podcast instead of actually watching it live. And mm-hmm. at the end, so there's like commercials for different, <laughs> is that NBC? Is it NBC? MSNBC? NBC? Yeah, but I, so in, NBC shows. And there's one uh, show that I guess is, who's that drunk lady that's on in the morning? Hoda something? You know what I'm talking about? Hoda Kotb? Yeah, her and I guess... Uh, is she drunk? Isn't that the running joke about her and Kathleen Gifford being drunk oh, on their man, morning I, show? I have, have no wine. idea.
1: I'm out of the loop on uh, morning show jokes.
0: Well, she has a show with one of the Bush girls, or I guess women, one of the Bush women, mm-hmm. Jenna Bush. Okay. Hagar, I guess is her married, married name. Married to Sammy. I who the fuck knows? But she's there. She's really excited, and I can't take that. So as soon as that commercial comes up, I'm like, Pfft. it's like Hoda... A, she sounds like she's drunk, and B, she sounds like she doesn't know what a podcast is, and somebody just told her, so she she just she's did it. really excited she's about like, it. Guess what? Our show's now a podcast. <laughs> uh. And Jenna Bush is like, "That's right." Cute. And I was like, "Fuck both of you, asshole. Like, I can't listen to this. I can't do it anymore. I'm Trivial Anderson. <laughs> oh man, you're way more. Uh... He sounds like a muppet. Media savvy than I am. I'm Trivial Anderson. I hate him. It does sound like a Muppet. You're right. I can't. I don't even know what this man looks like, and I feel sorry since I know that I'm. I'm. Uh, that's me. That's I know you. that I'm like committing a hate crime against a member of my own community, but I just can't deal with his voice. Trivial mm-hmm. Anderson. Well,
1: at least you're going all the way and not just half-assing the hate crime. You're broadcasting it to the.
0: He, um, one of the episodes before I couldn't handle, handle it anymore. He like really he mispronounced like a really common word, and the co-host didn't correct him. And I don't remember what it was. Are you um, blocking out trauma? Maybe it's, it reminded me of the time where when Jimmy said cacophony, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What was that attorney? Cacophony? Cacophony?" <laughs> uh, I was hanging out with little cac- cacophony.
1: With this uh, dude when I was living in that little apartment in Denton, you know, in the back of that house. Mm -hmm. And he said, uh, he said vehemently. I was like, what? (laughs) It was vehement. I was vehement about
0: it. It's like, is that one of those things where you wish you could turn back time and like not make it so awkward for the person? No. Um.
1: No, I wish I had. I mean, if I was going to turn back time, I maybe would have made it more awkward. Yeah. He was very sensitive.
0: And then who else to make fun of? Who else to tease? Then the sensitive ones. I'm Trevor Anderson and this is what a day um try and play the, <clears throat> the theme song if you want to. Yeah, do
1: it. Okay. Do that. <laughs> Happy New Year. It's secretly timid. Uh, it's me. It's Megs. And I'm here with John.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm Travell Anderson. <laughs> Say John Hart. I'm John I, Hart. I don't, have enough to, I don't have enough syllables in my name to do it like he did it. Like he does it.
1: John Lee Hart.
0: And I'm John Lee Hart. I can't. No, does it doesn't sound right? <laughs> that sounded
1: nice. I like that.
0: But Anderson is really, it has to have three syllables.
1: Hmm. Yeah gonna have to hyphenate your last name mm. heart foreman that would work um uh so we have featured song of the week it's um it's karen dalton it's a song called katie cruel which is an american folk song this is uh, probably very basic bitch of me i'm i i do not purport to be the discoverer of karen dalton she's um, a folk singer in the 60s who died at age 55 of AIDS-related complications. Um, she's from Bonham, Texas. A little bit of trivia for you there. She is very influential. Um, this song, uh, every time I hear it, it, reminds me quite a bit of West Virginia, even though it's she's not from there. It sounds like West Virginia Mm -hmm. to me. And it's very old. It dates back to the American version. It dates back to the Revolutionary War is what I read. These are all things that I've read that I'm just repeating to you. I'm
0: not any kind
2: of
1: folk song trailblazer, just to be clear.
0: You're not like that guy from MTV whose name I can't remember. Matt Pinfield? Yes, that one.
1: No, I'm, I'm not. Um... But
0: I do appreciate the song quite a bit. I think Matt Pinfield didn't he get hit by a car? Probably a few times. And then he, uh, I think he got hit by a car, but I mean, he, he survived, obviously, and he lost a lot of weight. Mm. That
1: doesn't sound like Matt
0: Pinfield. I'm thinking, who's the guy that did 120 minutes? Matt Pinfield. Oh, okay. And, and yeah, Kennedy. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, God, she turned out to be a nightmare. Really? Yeah, she's a right-wing and... She's a right-winging Bible-clinging. The hell you say. Yeah. That's not true. She's on Fox goddamn News. Is it really true? Yes. Oh, I don't like that. She's a right-winging Bible- How did did that song go that Sarah Palin said? (laughs) Right-winging Bible-clinging proud-clingers. Do you remember that? No. They made a remix of it. Who said that? Sarah Palin. Let me see if I can find it real quick. It was a, they made I, a good re- I like Kennedy.
1: Uh, she was hilariously awkward.
0: Well, now she's hilariously Even part of problem. I was 14? I thought that. Let's see. Sarah Palin. Right winging remix. <laughs> see if I can I don't remember it. anything about this. Right winging, bitter clinging, prattle clingers. <laughs>
1: Proud clinger. <laughs> Something
0: like that. Hold on. Uh, okay, so this is the remix. Thank you so much. It's so great to be
2: in Iowa. We're here just thawing out. <laughs> Mr. Trump, you're right. <laughs> Look back there. In the- Fox heads yes. are spinning yes.
1: funny. Ha uh-huh. ha, not funny. Ha uh-huh. yes. ha, not to see the status quo go. No, right. We in bitter <laughs> clinging bright. We in bitter clinging bright. We in bitter clinging proud clingers, right. We in bitter clinging bright. We in bitter clinging bright. We in bitter clinging proud clingers, pride, bitter,
2: clingin', pride, clingin', pride, bitter, clingin', proud, <laughs> clingers, proud <laughs> clingers. We are mad and mad. We're going to chill. In fact,
1: it's time to drill. it's
2: not
1: someone new who has the power and is in the position to be able to suck up all all these new Democrat voters that are going to be coming on over the border as we... I like that. That's even got
0: like a kind of like a Christmassy vibe. Very apropos. Uh, She came out of the woodwork A couple months ago And was like I'm not gonna get vaccinated And we're like Nobody gives a fuck About you anymore Don't Don't (laughs) Don't. get vaccinated We'd love to see What happens Yeah So uh, Speaking of COVID Speaking of uh, COVID And Oh do you want to share that Before I go into My Rasputina story
1: Yeah I've been uh, Quarantined for two weeks Because I have COVID Uh, Today's the end of that obviously because here you are yeah um
0: it's been a couple of weeks since we've had a show we had like holidays three. and then new year or well, yeah. we had holidays we had we had impromptu friends coming over yep. from out of state yep. and then you got covid
1: right um uh, this is my second uh covid this is the best covid though the first one was a doozy
0: but this one is
1: i mean sailing. it wasn't fun mm-hmm. but it wasn't uh, i didn't feel like I was gonna die alone.
0: Yeah, we were making fun of you. <laughs> after Absolutely. I after I joked about we just need to throw the food onto your front porch. Mm. I thought that I that hope she's fine. okay. Um, yeah, it wasn't uh, a little bit of fever, lots of congestion, some coughing. Even when you said that, like I didn't I was not worried at all. Because we had dinner the night <laughs> before. You. I was oh no, I was oh, worried about, about myself. I was oh, like, I didn't yeah. know if I have it or not. Uh, I didn't get it. I don't think because I. That's good. It's fine. I wondered if it was
1: that night. Um, They, uh, the employee health physician called me and was like uh, doing this questionnaire and was like, uh, "So where did you get it?" I said, "I don't, I don't really know." He's like, "Okay, but when, when did you get it?" I don't know.
0: What an idiot! Was it
1: at work? I'm not. I mean,
0: probably.
1: Um, but I'm not sure. Yeah, but was it at work? Yes. Okay. Yes, it was.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it one of those situations where you're like, they want you to say one thing, but you don't know what the right answer that they're looking for is?
1: I I don't know. He was a very nice man. I feel like maybe he seemed nervous. I don't know why.
0: Yeah. I mean, do they do contact tracing where you were? They say that they do but i like don't, don't believe them yeah like you yeah, had like a um i mean my my office as soon as the uh, new variant who i'm i'm still not even 100 percent sure how to properly pronounce it so i'm not even Omicron. gonna try to so omnicron
1: yeah it's like a transformer
0: um yeah the uh they shut our office down they're like we're not even gonna we're not even going Man, that's to that's fucking give responsible. yeah
1: i work for a, a company that should have that in mind (laughs) medical responsibility and yet and yet
0: the week before new years uh unbeknownst to me because i took that the week prior off like there is nobody in the office so it was like me a new hire and then like some of the people that we share office space with that aren't they're part of our company but not our direct reports if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. it's like they really work on the second floor but uh but they ran out of space on the second floor so they're just taking some cubicles in our area so it was so weird being in the office like an empty office for four days Hmm. it's kind of fun actually like the apocalypse, except you still have to work.
1: Yeah, that's a bummer. What's your story? What
0: would you like to tell me? I actually have a couple of stories that happened in the three weeks since we were. Uh, I can't last wait. Um, I got have a temporary crown in. My teeth are all still still fucked up, but okay. So I'm getting drilled Did you down. Get in a fight? No, no, no. So they're drilling my tooth down to like put the crown on, and I hear pop, and there's something in my mouth, and I stop it. Like something's bouncing around my mouth. I stop it with tongue? my tongue. And I'm like, Ugh. and the dentist and the helper are like, don't move, don't move, don't move. And I pick this thing out of my mouth. I'm like, is that my tooth? Because I'm thinking that she saw my tooth in half. And it was a piece of the drill had oh. popped off. <gasps> yeah. Are you getting a free crown? Uh, no, but she did do, because I had, I had a, a couple of uh, chips in my, my tooth next to it, and she filled it up. I wonder if that's her saying sorry. I mean, I feel like our sorry should maybe be a little bigger than that. I mean, the bill was still, you know, I think how much was it seven hundred some odd dollars with insurance? Yeah, it's expensive. It's really expensive. Um, but Ryan, <laughs> Ryan was like, "You should have swallowed it."
1: <laughs> yes,
0: but I don't know what time. I mean, of all that of that damage
1: done. to your intestines
0: would totally have been worth the seven hundred dollars. Yeah. So that was exciting that happened. Mm. Um, but the other exciting thing that happened was okay. So you know. I talk about sometimes on the show that I play poker, right? <laughs> sometimes and you do, yeah. on Twitter, uh, you know, the poker pros, you know, they're on Twitter. But they're not really celebrities. But to poker players like me, we kind of see them kind of like them because we see them on TV. And we know that they're rich. And anyway, there's one poker player who you'd probably like his name is actually i think you might have seen him before he's really uh he's just you can just tell he's a really good guy and he's a little quirky mm-hmm. um his name is brandon shack harris um he made a couple of final he made a final table in the last world series of poker i don't remember what variant of the game it was anyway like he, he sometimes he wears like costumes he brought uh he's just a fun guy he brought those little tiny hands that you can put on your fingertips mm-hmm he brought it up for his entire table. And so they're playing poker with like tiny hands. And that was <laughs> funny. Anyway, um, he was being interviewed on this poker podcast mm-hmm. called Heart of Poker. And and funny enough, I'm actually the one that suggested him as a guest to the host, Kara Scott, who I absolutely adore. So anyway, she was interviewing him. And um, <laughs> she mentions, I, I don't remember how they got on the topic of, of music, but she mentioned something about like, I don't know what, but anyway, he suggested to her hey, you should check out this band, Rasputina. I think you might really like them. I'm like, Rasputina? How the fuck does he know about Rasputina of all bands? Yeah, that's odd. And so um, the next day, I messaged her on Twitter and said, you should check out Rasputina. They're a really good band. Uh, Did not tag him at all. Mm -hmm. So then he messaged me back and says, oh, really, what are your favorite songs? And I was like, oh, shit.
1: What a stupid question, by the way, just as an aside. I, What's your favorite song? I think
0: he maybe was like, is Sky really a Skyrillion fan? Is he going to say Transylvanian Concubine? Because that's like the one song that everybody knows. And that's not my favorite song.
1: Everybody knows that song?
0: Yeah, it was on Buffy. And Marilyn Manson remixed it.
1: No, I, I know. I'm familiar with the song. I didn't know it was on a TV show. Oh, um, what would be your favorite
0: song? Your top three. I'm just curious.
1: Oh, man. Um, I don't know the rusty
0: this game maker rusty yeah um uno and oh um, man i don't know i i chose ophelia Trenchmouth. mouth what was the th- i don't remember what the third one i chose but definitely ophelia um, watch tv that is a good one i should have chosen watch tv yeah um and uh so we're going back and forth and then I mentioned, yeah, my, my friend did some of the artwork. Um and I met Malore a couple times. She's really cool. And he said, Oh yeah, I think I might have met your friend once. I wanna say his name is Ryan. I'm like, What the fuck is going on?
1: Who is this dude?
0: He's a poker player. Poker like pro. a
1: famous poker player?
0: Yes. And he also is a musician and then and then what's um, his name? Brandon Shaq Harris. Shack? 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 Yes.
1: Like with a Q? Uh,
0: I think with a K. S H A K. He's pretty handsome too, by the way. Um, and it turns out he's a musician, and he almost got uh, into the. Uh, um, he almost played mm. in the band muse but that fell through
1: <laughs> he looks he looks like he would fit in the band Muse. do
0: not make fun of him megan i will cut this interview off what right i now. meant
1: was just like a very nice fellow <laughs>
0: <laughs> he is uh, he's very handsome and nice and cool guy and, but then as soon as he said as soon as i got the notification that he follows he, that he started following me on twitter i was like oh fucking hell this is horrible This is the worst thing that could possibly ever happen because all I do is like pictures of dicks all day long. And if he ever goes to my likes, he's going to see dicks.
1: I mean, he likes Rasputina. Maybe he likes dicks. I don't think so. Okay. This is a suggestion. Possible. Anyway, that was kind of cool. Lots of people like dicks, so he could be one of them. (laughs)
0: God, why do you do this all the time? What anybody that could potentially ever listen to this podcast somehow randomly <laughs> you shit all over and unsigned any band that we're going to promote? Let's make fun of them. I like dicks. I, it's a I.
1: I'm all for liking dicks.
0: God, it's like having Nan on this show again. Just a ball buster.
1: Oh, I don't know. If that's a fair comparison. <laughs> She's probably way funnier than me. She definitely knows more about the world.
0: <laughs> um, well, uh, that
1: is an interesting story.
0: Thank you. It was it no, was the highlight you. of my day last week.
2: Hmm.
0: But still, I hope I hope he does not Where go does over to my likes. I don't know. Does he live in Frisco? Or are you going to hang out? No. He lives in somewhere, I'm assuming probably like Las Vegas or Los Angeles or mm. he's from he's from Chicago. But he, oh, that's another thing. And then he said, oh, yeah, I, I met him once. And uh, I don't think if he mentioned Chicago or not. And he probably remembers my friend and I forget his friend's name. And so, of course, I'm messaging Ryan. I'm like, hey, Ryan, do you remember? And I mentioned Ryan's friends, uh, this guy's friend's name. He's like, yeah, I do remember that guy. He's in Chicago, isn't he? Was it Chip? No. Oh, Um. So, we live in a small world. Did
2: you
1: tell him about your good friend Meg's that is from Illinois, and do you know her?
0: No, I did not. Oh.
1: I've been to Chicago.
0: Because my friend Megan can be mean sometimes to strangers and make them feel very awkward.
1: I'm sure I don't know what you're talking about.
0: I sure you do. Hmm. What did you get for uh, Christmas um i got a i got some tattoos (coughs) um like
1: in your stocking
0: now like on my person i got some new tattoos i got oh and that was a funny story too um so my tattoo artist right before we get started he says
1: aren't we already started this is the show
0: before we get started getting a tattoo oh yes he said uh so have you ever, ever had any uh paranormal uh experiences In my head I'm like oh fuck Here you go ghost hunter Ah fuck I forgot this guy like conspiracy theories And stuff like that And so I'm like uh Are there any ghost conspiracies Like I think the closest I ever came to any sort of Paranormal experience was having uh, Sleep paralysis Ooh that's creepy Yeah and there's this new Have you heard the phenomenon of the man in the hat The empty man Huh? The Empty Man. Uh is that the the black shadowy figure in a hat that that appears in people? Maybe? Uh, they think it's sleep paralysis but It's like the guy that was in Poltergeist kind of. But but the weird thing about this uh phenomenon is it phenomena? Yeah. Phenomena is that uh he's appearing in different parts of the world. Yeah. Where just it's like, like just it's like a shared experience. Crime. Yeah. Um, so people wake up and they, they s- will see this vision of they have a shadowy figure in the corner of the room watching them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, there's a documentary about sleep paralysis called The Nightmare. Mm-hmm. You see it?
0: No, I probably should, though. Yeah, you should. I haven't had one in It's interesting.
1: Um, I have never experienced this.
0: Uh, oh, you need to.
1: Phenomenon.
0: If you do, don't get scared.
1: Okay. <laughs> I won't. Um But uh, I did have a – in fact, the first time I'd ever heard of it, uh, I had a patient in West Virginia who um, uh, was telling me about it and kind of like talking about it like it wasn't the topic of the conversation. He was kind of casually mentioning it. And I said, that's unusual. Tell me more about that. And uh, he said that um, he – has when he was a kid he experienced like uh aliens coming in the room Mm. and an angel and um i started doing some research on it and there was actually a study that i read that suggested that um um very often people who have experienced childhood trauma um specifically have experience with angels and aliens i'm hmm. not really certain of the reason but mm-hmm. um so that was interesting because he didn't even realize that he had experienced childhood trauma are until. you trying to tell me something no, no no no
0: you didn't say anything about I aliens know, or did angels. no angels are, are and i'm not aliens. saying that everybody
1: that you know has that but kind do you know who perception. who i know
0: that had that is my father what had what uh aliens yeah yeah and we were trying to tell him it was just sleep paralysis but he was like no i think that i i woke it's up it's very real and i them. yeah and he was and he was like i was levitating and i came back down yeah and when i had sleep paralysis i would always like the first time it happened and i remember it do you remember uh, a woman went to school with you probably one. she's she's a great below me named heather ballast no. Um, back when I was in college, she's she's a right wing and bitter cling and proud clinger. But uh, <laughs> she wasn't so, 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 so bad back then. She was just religious, which just bad. is cool. Whatever. Uh, we all have our kinks. And uh, so she was, I was pretty, I mean, I was young, so I was pretty a proud atheist and obnoxious about it. And so since she was the opposite, we were having, you know, pretty uh, not heated discussions, but where they were impacting her more than me. And I was like, fine, I'm going to say something like, you know, if there is a God, I hope the devil like visits me tonight. Something stupid like that. Mm-hmm. That night I had sleep paralysis, which uh, kind of freaked me out. But I was also under a lot of stress. But the first time it happened, I didn't really know what it was. You summoned the devil? I then, There was no devil or, or angel. But what happened was, and every single time, and why it's so creepy for me at least is you wake up, you can't move, and my whole body feels warm and tingly. Like, yeah. there's a sense for me that there was somebody else in the room. That's how it always felt. I'm not alone in this room. Um, and then, you know, after I figured out what it was, when it happened again, it was just like, uh, just give it a minute, and then mm-hmm. my body will wake up, and it's not so scary anymore. It's
1: pretty consistently described that way. Yeah, like I said, I haven't experienced like just this. a
0: paranoia, like an extreme paranoia. But I've never had like some people said that they felt like somebody was sitting on their chest. Oh yeah, I never saw anything or really heard anything. It was just like a like a, a, a sixth sense the feeling.
1: Old crone is also a common theme. Yeah.
0: that people talk about. Um, the man in the hat is creepy as fuck, though.
1: I mean, it all sounds pretty creepy to me. Yeah. So so you you perceive that you're awake mm-hmm. um,
0: and you try to move your limbs, but you cannot? No, for me, it was like, I'm too afraid to move my limbs because I'm not alone in this room and this person uh, thinks that I'm asleep. Okay. That's how I've always felt about it. But there's definitely like, you can't move. There's a really um, interesting field for research, I think. Yeah, I haven't had any. I mean, now... In my old age, my only sleep problems is just not getting enough, just not being able to sleep through the night.
1: I, dude, I have this thing um, where I I wake up very anxious, and I can't go to sleep because I start thinking about the aging process and mortality mm-hmm. and dying alone and all of this horrible shit and i cannot go back to sleep that's been happening maybe for the past hmm, 10 years or less
0: yeah i just wake up sometimes and i get horny
1: <laughs> i don't want to do anything about it you don't want to do anything about it No. when i was a kid i would i would um wake up because i had to pee but i didn't want to get up to i that's to the bathroom, me but so late. i would masturbate really yeah and it would just tide me over until it was time to get up
0: see i don't think that works for boys If we Maybe have to not. pee i don't i think
1: it doesn't work for me anymore
0: yeah i wish you could just experience having a penis for a day just one day
1: oh i've had one
0: because the best no i mean like having one like attached <laughs> to your body because the best feeling I've in had
1: the morning one attached to my body <laughs>
0: <laughs> let me finish my joke okay it's not even a joke really it's i i think the men can attest to this like having a good night's a sleep testy. and then waking up with the with morning wood and then grinding it into the mattress while you're stretching is a really good feeling
1: um it's probably similar to like uh when you're in school you walk past somebody's desk and you like kind of press your pelvic area into the corner of someone's desk Mm. it's kind of like uh it's the sim, a similar sensation to like a kegel exercise hmm. like it's not enough to really get you going but it's just a nice
0: how do you do yeah i know what you're talking i'm gonna about. ask uh the uh your guest who i'm not gonna mention by name who might be back here soon mm-hmm. who is who has a penis i'm gonna ask him about the morning stretch <laughs> if okay he experiences that at all
1: yeah um i think he probably does
0: but only has to be after a good night's sleep you can't it's not after my bullshit here's three hours wake up you gotta pee and then surprise you're not gonna go back to sleep anymore because then you're gonna pick up your phone you're gonna think about something and you're gonna google until 4 a.m and yeah. then it's time to work out because that's usually how my mornings go he doesn't so I get, get curious he doesn't get very
1: many good night sleeps but um i'm sure he can remember one in order to tell you
0: yeah yes or listeners no. with penises do you like the stretch morning wood grind? Morning wood stretch. Morning wood stretch grind your pelvis into the mattress. This
1: was a topic of conversation between my friend and I recently. Um, I don't ever, you. I think you and I have talked about this too. I don't ever, ever remember in school
0: seeing a dude with wood. No. I No. No what? No, I don't. I don't remember that either, and I don't remember spontaneously getting a boners either.
1: Oh, well, he says that it happens all the time.
0: I don't. I think I was. I was too. I was too anxious a child yep. for spontaneous wood. Man, I can't imagine he wasn't also, um, pretty anxious. Like, I remember the first time I got an erection because it was a surprise, and I didn't know if it was ever going to go down. Where were you? I think I was in the shower. Oh. And I was like, what is happening? (laughs) Hmm. Because, you know, sex education in Georgia, and when was that? Probably like third or fourth grade. That's pretty early for a dude, right? I don't remember. I think it is. Maybe fifth grade? No, because if I was in fifth grade, that would be Pennsylvania. I'm pretty sure it was in Georgia. I remember um, having this continual
1: worry that... um, that all of my masturbation was going to gradually push my pelvic mound up and cause it to protrude and be noticeable to other people. What's I was a, so. What's a pelvic mound? You know, like just in the front. It goes like this. The
0: like camel toe part. Um. No, that's below it. Oh. Just like.
1: But um. So I uh, like I was afraid of this every day. Um, although I still kept masturbating, it didn't stop me. <laughs> and, uh, and I didn't have anyone to talk to. I didn't have anyone to ask. I was so yeah. ashamed.
0: And How'd you find out how to do it? Just by instinct? Yes. Because I found out wrong yes. and my penis is scarred because of it. Oh, no. I'm yeah. sorry. Because I, I didn't that, have a buddy. brother to to teach me how to jack the off Do brothers the right teach way.
1: each other how to jack I off? I assume so. I don't think
0: they do. The cousins. I don't think they do. I, don't I know. think they do. Okay, maybe I didn't I think bo- a lot of adolescent boys though like Who do we jerk know off that together. has a brother and I didn't really have any friends that were male growing up besides Brian but that was when we we're we we're pretty much adults and so we weren't gonna go right. whack off together
1: I mean that's the time to do it <laughs> um but uh so I had this this fear that I couldn't resolve uh until I told you my mom didn't want to talk to me about sex or periods or anything like that so she yeah. sat me down in front of that pbs show and they some kid some girl on that show asked that same question
0: of really? that fear that
1: i had and i felt such relief i cannot tell you that's pretty cool how relieved i was they were like no
0: it's a bone it doesn't make your vagina big nope
1: and i was like oh thank
0: christ i was recently talking to one of our friends about anal sex (laughs) and Mm -hmm. now i'm like and i don't want to butthole shame anybody but i was watching some porn and i was like i don't think i i have a lot of penetrative anal sex partly because i don't want my buttholes to look like that like some of their buttholes look a little like well you don't have to look at it i know but still i i i i don't I don't want it to look like that.
1: What do you mean you don't you don't know you don't want yours to look like yeah, that? Yeah, I don't want but Like to look when you're like finished.
0: That. Like ever. You don't
1: want it to be gaping, is that what you're yes. saying? Yes.
0: <laughs> it doesn't gape. Some though. of them do. Some of them like that like the, the muscle around it, like the ripply part, like kind of protrudes out. Like it just it looks it looks not dainty.
1: I mean it's their job. So, <laughs> It looks feel like
0: very aggressive. They're
1: probably doing it quite a bit more yes, than you ever could. I know. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a, a founded I found concern like, that you have.
0: Well, because on Dan Savage's show, when people were uh, uh, when he whenever he rags, what was the doctor's name that was, turned out to be a big old fraud? But he was on Love Line and MTV. Uh, Drew. Yeah, Doctor Drew would oh. talk against anal sex because he would say in your older years your butthole basically like leak and dan savage is like that's such bullshit that doesn't happen at all if it did in the gay neighborhoods you'd have more depends <laughs> than in other neighborhoods and you don't why because it doesn't happen you just
1: have like trails of shit yeah. all over the sidewalk <laughs> um
0: yeah i don't know i mean was' that guy really uh Who knows? No, he's a fucking fraud. Yeah. All of his patients died. Good job, doctor. He was on fucking MTV. I mean, I wish... Because I used to love that rehab show, but I loved it. I guess now, really, for all the wrong reasons, shame on me. I I can't stand... I can't stand... It's really exploitation. I feel bad for all the people on there.
1: Yeah, it is taking advantage of a vulnerable population. Yeah. They need money, and they need validation, and yeah it's it's
0: sad yeah all so, those so sad. Like, all those all those rehab shows are terrible like the drug rehab ones the celebrity couple therapy that's all bullshit who's gonna go who's gonna go on a reality show for a couple's therapy
1: not anybody and have
0: it be real exactly it's partner. total bullshit and what reputable therapist would be on that show because that's not a show about therapy that's a show that that's a show that's yeah. a drama you know it's a spectacle trash television trash television although i do miss what was the (laughs) that era of like vh1 horrible horrible. looking back just terrible shows with like brett michaels rock of love did you ever watch those
1: no god
0: so terrible
1: um did i tell you about my friend heather in kentucky that was
0: on rock of love
1: no uh, this is related to Brett Michaels. She's she's a few years older than me. Um, very like the woman lives on the same street where she grew up. Mm. She went to grad school. She was in a sorority, and she's never had a drop of alcohol in her entire life. Like she was the designated driver for everyone always. Wow. Um, she uh loves her mama and sees her every day because she lives next door. <laughs> um and just like a really like she loves walmart she loves new kids on the block she goes on those new kids on the block uh vegas cruise ships oh wow like almost every year until recently um just really like she never swears she spelled the word ass to me once in a private conversation she was like um i wanted to to kick her ass, ass. <laughs> We're in my office. It's just me, Heather. Just go ahead and say it. Um, but to her credit, the woman never, ever said, Megs, don't talk like that. Because, you know, I say fuck all the time and mm-hmm. talk about dicks and stuff. And buttholes sometimes.
0: Gaping and otherwise. Gaping In all buttholes. states. All states of buttholes. She
1: never, ever, like, corrected me or discouraged me from just, like, being how I am, which I thought was really cool. She likes the Lord, but she doesn't like push it on you.
0: She's probably praying for you Um, every night. She
1: loves a sale. She clips coupons. She, she's that lady. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, she, uh, we were at lunch and she was talking to all of us about, um, we were talking about music and one of us asked her like, what do you, what do you like besides new kids on the block, which we know you love? Um, what do you like? And she goes, girl, I love Brett Michaels. He's so nasty. <laughs> We're like, what? He is she nasty. Goes, <laughs> she goes, and Prince, I love Prince. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did she say about Prince? Like, um, he's so sexual. <laughs> and it just made me laugh. So much, and I got so much joy from that conversation. <laughs> but like Brett Michaels came to Huntington and was playing at the like, Civic Center or whatever it was, and she went to see that. And like she loves like Poison and well,
0: what what band was Brett Michaels in? Was he in
1: Poison? poison. I can't mm. even think of a Poison I song. I think it was Poison. Somebody's probably gonna correct me, and if you correct me, then that makes you nerdier than me. Mm. So do what's best for you but
0: do you know a brett Michaels song i can't place him like i can see him i can't place him like, oh, like a solo brett michael oh they did that every rose has his thorn song
1: is that them was that them or is that warrant no is that no that's bon jovi dude
0: no it's not
1: yeah i'm pretty sure
0: i'd bet you but i know you wouldn't you're not good on bets anymore <laughs> you best of aggressive asshole poison let's see i'm pretty oh no wait
1: maybe it was um no i think you might be right i think it was the bed of roses that was
0: bon jovi yeah every Remember rose that? has its thorn as poison okay they also did talk dirty of me i won't forget you nothing but a good time yeah falling. okay nothing but a good time <gasps> it was oh Brett is Michaels that the right? nothing but a good time is that the one that's on uh is that the, on the one star commercial don't need nothing. That's how it but goes. But yeah. a good time. <laughs> <laughs> it's Brett Michaels, right? I did not know. God, they're giving that asshole money.
1: Um, I thought Probably. it was. I got it confused—the rose thing. Because
0: mm-hmm. you're trying to.
1: Because in seventh grade, yourself, yeah. Mike petted. Well, I think this is just a funny story. Okay. In seventh grade, uh, we had you know those lunch tables that are like benches mm-hmm. they, they fold up um there was this kid named mike Pettijohn, which was that kid like that you didn't want to be around
0: oh he's I probably know. a millionaire now
1: no i don't think so i don't think he is he went the other direction probably um he's now listen i know this sounds bad but he was smelly he was he did things deliberately to To um attract negative attention like pick his nose and wipe it on people and things like that Mm -hmm. um and uh he was sitting next to amy wilson and said um like he told her that he loved her and then he would uh harass her by following her around the lunchroom singing uh, I want to lay you down on a bed of roses. That's how I remember that. <laughs> and then uh, he kept calling her house and singing that song oh, until wow. uh, her mom, Mary Wilson, picked up the phone and said, "If you don't, if you don't stop calling here, I'm going to come over there and cut your little penis off." <laughs> and then he stopped.
0: Playing on a bed of roses would
1: not be comfortable. No, why would you do that? The roses, all that's horrible. Are you either. threatening someone? Yeah. Why would you do that?
0: <laughs> Plus, roses. Come on. Right, oh, we need to uh, one night watch Rock of Love together.
1: Explain to me why we need to
0: do that because I, I think it'd be fun the reaction and just like why did we ever? It's kind of like looking back.
1: But John, I never on, watched
0: it. Like America's Next Top Model about how awful that show was—just awful.
1: I'm conflicted about that one character, um, Tyra. The, the <laughs> no, no, the black guy that like
0: Miss J. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, because he's very entertaining and funny, but I'm not sure why I think he's funny. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'm, if that's exploitative or not. Yeah.
0: It, I don't know if you have any insight about that. It seems like you've watched that show more than me. I don't think. I, I don't think so. I mean, I think Nan's one that said that you can't exploit yourself, and he definitely seems like a willing participant in everything that he does. He definitely has Can't his own brand. Yourself.
1: I mean, I think you... I think it's possible. Um, Although I think probably more in like a developmental... Yeah, I mean, exactly, exactly. Like, you yeah. don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So, and that's not his problem, right? No. Um, I don't think so. What What about that show, man?
0: Uh, Rock of Love? Mm-mm. Or... I mean... uh, The model show. Just how... Just the questionable things that... Just how they treated those women were just terrible in general. But, like, specifically some of the challenges were, like, uh, questionable. Like, the one where they wanted them to dress up as different nationalities. So, if you can imagine... Okay. The racial implications with that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, (laughs) So, on that note... I think that that might have been an exploitative show oh, totally. toward the wa- models because oh, yeah. I assume that they're thinking, if I do these things that they tell me to do, I'm going to make it in the modeling world. Mm-hmm. And this is because they're telling them this is what modeling is like. Mm-hmm. And so do this. And if you don't do this, then you don't have what it takes. Yeah. That's exploitative for sure.
0: And some of the, I, I mean, and some they're of really the... young, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was totally ageist. They'd say to women, Oh, you, your face is reading it really old, you know, but mm-hmm. it's a woman who's, you know, 23 years old and they're telling her that she looks like an old woman. Right. There's weight stuff too, you know, like if a model dared to like gain a pound or two. Um, I was mean, just really like what you would, it's just, I guess looking back now, a show like that probably would not even make air. Is it today. not still on? No, no, it hasn't been on for a, for oh. a while
1: under the guise of like,
0: well, this isn't. Um, this isn't. It's damaging.
1: This isn't sexist. This isn't discriminatory
0: because this is how the modeling world is. Is that was that their? I don't defense? know. I just think it was a different time back then because I remember like I think I think when American Idol broke through with that she bangs she bangs guy. Remember? Oh, the Asian guy. Yeah, where it was kind of like we're, we put these people on the show, and it's partly to make fun of them, and it's partly like I mean it's a reality show, so I don't think like. When they would have these models, and Tyra would get them all makeovers, I don't think they're all. All the makeovers were in the best interest of the models, you know. I think some of them were like, "We're gonna, we're going to chop all of her hair off to see her cry." Yeah, you know. The modeling world, I think, is really like that. Though I haven't been a model.
1: Well, I don't think I worked around them, and they were
0: pretty terrible to each other. Probably, but I don't think like if I was an agent for what's a uh, will uh, will modeling agency. I wouldn't purposely give one of my models, a tor- a terrible, uh, makeover cause she wouldn't produce money for me. Like she wouldn't get the You're jobs. Right. You know
1: yeah. what I mean? It sounds more of like a model to model versus model prank.
0: Yeah. It was a reality show. They're trying to get the women to cry and they're bringing up, I mean, the judging, uh, what's what's one of, what's her name? The woman that, that peed in a diaper.
1: What? <laughs> the the astronaut lady? <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> that drove to Florida? Uh, she won one of the cycles, but anyway, she... Uh, peed in a diaper? Well, she's come out publicly uh, this year about how damaging that show was to her and how they used her past against her by because she had apparently a very bad relationship with her mother, so mm-hmm. they'd bring her mother back up you know, and like, like, how, what, how would your mother feel about this? You know, stuff like that, um, and just how, like, the competition was kind of fake. It was all scripted for for television. I
1: think really the only person I remember is that
0: Adrian. Adrian Curry. From, I mean, there were there were a couple. She was from Juliet. Yeah, she and, married that guy from the Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. Are they still married? No, no, no. She divorced. <laughs> that us. Was she so married gross. like a Dakotas like cosplayer. She actually tried to be pretty cool. She's a big old nerd. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, some of the women did pretty well mm-hmm. from that. Uh, one of them, uh, led the modeling world and is married to uh, a UFC fighter, and she's like his main kind of coach. She's always in his corner. So that's cool. Um, who else? Is that uh, cool? A couple of actresses came from there. La la. I don't know what her last name is. is that a or no, ya 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 something. I think so. To be in the corner of your UFC husband, and that's your job. They make a lot of money, and there are very few women uh, corner women.
1: What What do you mean? What does? Okay, maybe I need clarification. What does a person in the corner do? Like Mickey? I don't really from, know. I don't really know. Is what she they just do? like? Yeah, you go like. I mean, I that's think, what, no. I that's think what that they observe.
0: Do, right? Well, no, they observe the how the fight's going, and they'll and then say, then "Okay, what? when this guy is going doing this move, that means that he's he's telegraphing that he's going to do this." So do this. Do you have
1: to have some kind of like expertise yes. in the field of? Yes,
0: <laughs> totally. You have to have of expertise. Beating in the field. people up? No, it's not like you're just somebody's girlfriend telling get
1: him, Tiger. No,
0: it's not <laughs> okay. like that. It's a little bit more complicated. What, than that. what
1: is her? What?
0: What is her resume in, in beating people up? Uh, I mean, I'm sure that she's has experience. Does uh, coaching, like with her his team of coaches, mm. like she's not just there for you know moral support. She's part of the crew. Okay. So that's that's diet. That's you know daily exercise. That's daily training. I mean, it's it's a whole business. These fighters are you know yeah. a business unto themselves. Like a like a Sharon to. Uh... Ozzy Osbourne? Kind of, yeah. I I'm guess. your manager. Well, she's not his manager. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure, I don't know if he has a I'm different manager. almost your manager. <laughs> oh my God, speaking of managing, this has nothing to do with managing. I was watching AEW okay. Dynamite the other day, uh, professional wrestling, live. So, watching this live. uh, what's his name? L. Phoenix or Disphenix? Um, He was thrown through a table. And he landed really awkwardly on his arm, mm-hmm. dislocated his elbow, and the arm went the other direction. Like which, you know which how you part of the arm, like it went, it folded the wrong way. Basically,
1: his elbow on folded live
0: TV backward. Yeah,
1: yep. so like it bent this. Yep,
0: way? like this, but no, it was the other way around. Exactly, exactly on live did television. It, come off? it did not come off, but I squealed. I did not like it. It's kind of like when I started that UFC UFC fight with the guy's leg broke and he didn't realize it until he tried to step on it and the leg wasn't Uh, there anymore. Yeah. It was like Uh. that. And he was pointing at it. He was pointing at his arm to like the, and it was interesting, like rewinding back and watching it again because the commentators, they knew what happened, but that wasn't supposed to happen. So they were diverting with their voices attention kind of back to the ring. Um, whereas the wrestler who's injured is pointing at his arm. They're, um, they're, what are they called? Um, uh, they're valet, I guess, for lack of a better word. Valet is like, it's usually a woman that carry that that's the manager for the, for the wrestler. Mm-hmm. So the, their hype man, he points to his hype man. His hype man gr- takes off his jacket and kind of covers the guy's arm. And I was like, oh, I'm seeing behind the scenes shit. And then like, the imagine the it,
1: police aren't here to this accident yet. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so the camera focused on the ring. And then, of course, they had the medical team come down and take him back. But it turned out his his, uh, his arm dislocated, his elbow dislocated, but there was no break. So you just pop it back in? I don't know. He's going to get an MRI. But it, it was nasty. Like, like. Gross, dude. Yeah. I. I. My whole body just, ugh, I don't like that at all. It just clenched up. My uh, my cousin Josh,
1: he's had his uh, shoulder dislocated a few times oh, I've had playing basketball. Yeah, that's nothing. And I saw a video of him when he was in like the emergency room mm-hmm. of them popping it back
0: in. My mother used to pop Super my shoulder back in. gross, man. Maybe I did have a lot and of painful,
1: trauma. And painful, apparently,
0: right? I don't remember. But my father would yank it out, like not... I had a bad shoulder <laughs> apparently when I was a kid because two or three times my father ripped my arm out of its socket. Not I guess not my shoulder, my arm out of its socket. And my mom would pop it back in and then wear a sling for a day.
1: Once my parents, <laughs> uh, when I was three or four, they pulled both of my arms out of the sockets at the same time.
0: Yeah, I think that's...
1: Playing, you know, that bridge mm-hmm. game where they swing you. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and I was crying. I remember this very clearly uh and they were like stop crying they didn't know that they'd done it mm-hmm. go to bed go to bed i didn't sleep all night i cried all night long and in the morning they took me to the er oh my god uh to see what was wrong with me and they had to put both my arms back mm-hmm. in the sockets. <laughs>
0: did you helped. have two slings two so arm bad.
1: slings they didn't i i don't know that they i can't remember if they put it in slings or
0: not they they probably did i whenever That's my awful. arm popped out, but i'd have I to wear a sling. Young. But for like um, a day,
1: I haven't reminded them of that, and I feel like I should. You probably
0: should. Yeah, uh,
1: Thanksgiving would have been a good time. Mm-hmm. I'll get another chance.
0: Oh yeah, because Christmas and you were you're quarantining.
1: Not not yet. I had Christmas dinner here.
0: Oh, did you, did you have any, like any party, like a party?
1: Um, it was I made dinner for myself and Pat and Brian and his mom, and Sarah and Zayed. Hmm. It went really well.
0: And he gave them all COVID. (gasps) I think that that joke when you shared that photo of us from that dinner and I said, was that when you were spraying us with your COVID? I thought it was funny. Nobody, nobody. I was really sick
1: when you sent that joke and (laughs) I did not laugh at it at all.
0: So is that your vantage point when you were spewing your COVID mm-hmm. all over us?
1: I wanted to get to the highest point <laughs> so I could oh. reach the furthest.
0: That was well, where do we go? That was a nice place, was it? I mean, I'm being generous. Oh yeah, you are. I liked. I liked that all the uh, waiters were in tight jeans. I don't know. That it was one nice. of those fucking chain restaurants. Uh, what is was it called?
2: Fuck, dude. I don't know.
0: Hey listeners, what's that restaurant where all the wait staff looks like <laughs> they work at a ranch? <laughs>
1: it's not uh not Texas uh, Roadhouse, not uh
0: whatever. Steakhouse. What's the what's the steakhouse that has 8 in it? It's like Hard 8. I think literally it's called it's not Hard a 8. It's a barbecue. It's an open pit barbecue. Hard place. 8, and that makes me think of like a hard 8 inches really slapping you across the face i hadn't thought about that
1: but now i'm going really yeah
0: that's the first thing i think of because every guy that thinks they have a big dick they always say their dick's eight inches is it really eight inches probably not um you measure it after it's hard you measure it from the butthole (laughs) from taint to tip oh it's the lazy dog the lazy dog was it yeah
1: no was that it does that sound right
0: I don't know. I, th- I was going to think. I was gonna say that the dog was in the... Yeah, it was a lazy dog.
1: It's uh, It's unremarkable.
0: You think so? I can't even remember what I had. I had a, a shrimp bowl and it was good. Was it? hmm That's good. It was healthy. It was like the only healthy-ish option on the menu. I think... Uh, Some of those restaurants that points the calories right there. Okay. And so everything was like 1,300 calories except for the shrimp bowl, which was like six or 700. My friend
1: had the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember what I had. That you, had is,
0: you had, What's that? You remember cheese curds or something? Yeah, that was an appetizer. And you had a, I think you had a pizza.
1: Oh, you do remember what I had. Mm-hmm. The pizza was fine. It was whatever. It's hard to fuck up a pizza. It's been done. That has that has happened. God, is
0: does it the barking true that, stop? no, it doesn't. It never stops. Is it true that uh, Winnie the Pooh entered the? Uh, What's it called for general use or something? Public domain. Yeah. Winnie the Pooh entered the public domain. So just so long as it's not Disney. It sounds Winnie like the, the hundred acre wood, but it's for the public. Yeah. Well, so you can you can fuck around with Winnie the Pooh, you just can't put him in a red T shirt because that's like Disney's trademark, Winnie the Pooh.
1: Oh, that's how they modified
0: it. Yeah. And so people so have been putting have scandalous any kind of copyright because they scandalous it? Winnie the Pooh. Uh, cartoons that about.
1: just happened. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. What else has happened in the
0: world that I haven't been involved in? Oh, there's a documentary that I want to see called Alabama Snake. Uh-huh. Have you heard about it? I've seen it, but
1: I like I've seen the
0: it on the list, but I I don't know anything about it. It's about uh a Pentecostal snake handlers, mm-hmm. and I think one of them. Might have used their snake handling to try to commit murder against another person.
1: That's remarkable. I feel like that's.
0: I feel like that's part of the job. Yeah. Um. So I want to see that. We
1: had lots of snake handlers in West Virginia.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't speaking in I don't fully understand. Yeah, like revivalist tents. One of the uh, Fallout games has. A like a add on that you can purchase that, that's like a new quest. And the quest was kind of like it kind of transported you to like an Alabama type of a place where you had like the the main type of enemies were kind of like, uh, 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 what was that documentary from where you were in West Virginia?
1: The Wild and Wonderful Whites yeah. of West Virginia. Yeah.
0: Okay. And they're very creepy. Didn't like it at all. It's, Certainly weird. Mm-hmm. Like they would wear overalls and they're running, so you'd, so it'd be dark and you'd see like the little I mean, one and the big one ugly. running at you, and they'd say, you know, they'd have like really southern accents.
1: <laughs> that's a that's a little sensationalist. But,
0: yeah, I I mean, I would be afraid if I came across some Pentecostal. It was, it was very scary. Yeah, some people that you know are packing like a gun. On their person somewhere. I had a couple... Or at least a switchblade.
1: I had a couple of patients that um, started their own churches. Mm-hmm. And every one of these dudes had a personality disorder. It was I like, bet.
0: I think you have to kind of have a personality order, uh, disorder yes, to kind of want to be a politician that. or to want to be a preacher.
1: It's really bizarre. Yeah. Also, all of the... Um, well, no, I'll just... I won't say that. Um... Also in the news, Sidney Poitier died today. Yeah.
0: And the the men who today, murdered um, Ahmed Aubrey, I think they all got life in prison. They did. Except for one got the possibility of parole. Is that right? I am not the sure. The father and son are I in. I thought they all got life in prison. but I, I think they wrong. all got life in prison, but I think the father and son, there is no possibility of parole. I'm not 100% on that. What else happened? Um, the, um, the, uh group of navy seals sued
1: the dod to uh against the vaccine mandate
0: this is just stupid now it's just stupid
1: like so in the stupid. military you are forced yes. to get vaccines when you go and you don't get don't get to say no mm-hmm. um but this one is different
0: who somebody one of the talking heads said okay are you if you're skeptical why why is it that you're skeptical of the vaccine but once you get covid you're not skeptical and skeptical of me of the treatments You know?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I don't know, man.
0: Um, There is a story that I wanted to talk about, and I'll just summarize it. So there was a fighter out of... It sounded like he was kind of like a... It's not an American fighter. Uh, It's a young up-and-coming fighter. He got banned from uh, these different promotions because of his tattoos. Mm -hmm. He has an Adolf Hitler tattoo and a lot of other like Nazi tattoos what was he promoting (laughs) exactly well i mean they just won't let him fight they're like i'm sorry we're not going to let you fight because of your tattoos right the caveat here is like he acknowledges the tattoos but he says he's not that person anymore he's working on like he turned his life around he doesn't believe in in any of the the stuff that he grew up with like Uh the uh, anti-semitic pro-fascism stuff um and he's working on getting those tattoos uh i mean how long does that take I don't know. That's like one of the people said it's like, you know, can how you long does it shirt? take? No. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what do you think no, about you that? No, you don't
1: want them to or can you pause this for a second?
0: Well, yeah. Thanks. Eddie. Okay, we're back. Dog's in.
1: Now there's a different dog barking Other dog. all the time. Yeah. That one I cannot control. Although what is it the 18th of january mm-hmm. the law goes to into effect where you can't um tether a dog
0: what are they gonna do i don't know are you gonna report him
1: yes yeah what i want is for them to take the dog inside and let him live indoors mm-hmm. like dogs should do mm-hmm. i don't want anything bad to happen to him mm-hmm. but jesus fucking christ he lives outside by himself all the time even when it's cold, even when That's it's raining, even when it's 100 fucking degrees That's outside. It's really sad. Yeah, it's terrible. They don't give a shit about any. We're talking about my neighbors.
0: Yeah, I wonder why do they even have a dog if they don't care about it?
1: I think they think they care about it. They keep saying to me, like,
0: well, you know, if we took him to the pound, like, he'd be put down because he's, he's big and he's. Isn't that preferable aggressive. to the life he's living right now? That isn't a life at all?
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: And you don't know that he could be adopted right away.
1: Yeah. He could and be. And they have no-kill
0: shelters around here, don't they?
1: Um, maybe. They do have the Humane Society. Um, there are rescues too that will take dogs like that. Um, but I remember him saying like Remember when he cut down like 25% yeah. of my tree without asking me? He was like people go uh,
0: to small claims sh- court for like. I was shit fucking like that. mad, dude. Yeah. Um,
1: but then, <laughs> so I'm talking to him through the window, and I was like, uh, you know, talking to him about the tree. And then um, I said, "What about this guy? Like, he's out there all the time." And he goes, "I know. Um, he barks all the time." And I was like, "Yeah, I, I work from home at that time. I did." Uh, and it. It's disruptive. And he's like, yeah, I kind of, like, dismissed that. And he said, you know, we thought about taking him to the ranch. And I'm thinking, like, you've got a fucking ranch? Mm -hmm. And that dog is on a tether? (laughs) He can't run around in the city? Mm -hmm. So, anyway, I'm just venting. I fucking hate them. I can't wait until they their sinkhole opens up below their house and they
0: disappear. just... Set their house on fire and see what happens.
1: Well, I think what will happen is I'll be taken to the police station. and Only if you get caught. Subsequently, uh, <laughs> found guilty of arson and spend several years in prison.
0: Well, we're at an hour, so I think it's a good time to, to wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, I'll be playing poker next week, so there's going to be no show next week. But there will be a show after that unless you or I get covid and then there won't be. I don't, I don't know how I haven't gotten it yet. Because I have been, like, flirting. I've been flirting with COVID. Are you sure that you haven't gotten it? Maybe you were asymptomatic? Maybe. Like, I, I've, got, I've gotten well, a on cold a before, but it's like... I know how you haven't gotten it. How?
1: You never leave your goddamn house.
0: What are you talking about? I've been to the fucking casino. Oh, that's true. A lot. And there that's are a true. lot of people at the casino. Not wearing masks? Uh... Uh, we did Do they have but to? But some people didn't No, you don't have to Okay
1: Yeah, then I don't know How you didn't get it Maybe you did Maybe Poker you
0: games know. Nobody wears masks
1: It's not It's not cool It's not fun
0: Yeah um,
1: Hopefully I don't get it again For a long time
0: <laughs> It'd be funny If you kept on, kept on getting it I'm It like, would
1: be so fun I, I don't know What's happening I think it's just My B-positive blood <laughs> Dude I
0: I don't think of myself As an unhealthy person is, I, it, is the COVID making you second guess that?
1: <laughs> it makes me worry, like, is there something wrong with my immune system? Although I don't usually get sick. Yeah. So, I don't <laughs> know. Maybe it's because I am forced to see people who don't want to wear masks.
0: That could be part of it, yeah. In small spaces. Mm-hmm. We have to talk to them and they have got to talk to you.
1: Sometimes people like to uh, eat a snack and drink a coffee for the duration of the session
0: without their mask. That's pretty cool. I like that. Do you still see... What's his name? Uh, baby Arm?
1: <laughs> um, I talked to him over uh, messaging, but...
0: Oh, you don't see him in person anymore? No, not really. Oh. No. I'm too busy. I want to meet that guy. Yeah.
2: Call me Katie